Welcome to the Moviga Podcast, where we're talking all things movies, video games, and more. My name is Steven, joined today by Asia. Oh, hi. And a very special, handsome guest, Luke. Yo. He only has one beige flag. Just one. But it's huge. <laughs> And it's the, it's a ba- it's a print of several beige flags, <laughs> but they're so it's the size small of the ones you find at at like your Ford dealership. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, welcome. Hello. Thanks hey, for having us. Hello, Luke. Luke, thanks for being here. Dude, I thanks for asking me months ago. It's Dude, been, uh, a long time. Coming. I've been so excited. For this day, the anticipation dude. was killing us all. Yeah, I just had to get through. I knew I had to get through summer of 2022, mm-hmm. and then just the year of 2022 that we've yeah. been planning it and make it to this point. Sure, it's a big yeah. day. It feels like just a few hours ago you asked me to be on. I this know podcast. that's how it feels for all of us. Oh, but, time flies. But all that matters is you're here now. We're together, and we can party. Mm. I'm here. Yeah. Party. Well, um, we got an absolutely insane show tonight. Um, tons of big stuff happening. Um, I think Luke is singing at some point. Uh, Spoilers. He wrote something. But before we get into all that, uh, don't forget to give us a follow on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Moviga. We're streaming our weekly podcast every Moviga Monday at 8 p.m. Shout out to the viewers. We're chilling. We're partying. We'd love for you to chill and party with us. So give us a follow there. Also follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. I think we're on like other places I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe I heard radio. I, I was heard waiting for you to like remember other ones. <clears throat> There's a list on the thing, but I can't remember. But they're out there, so go check it out. Uh, give us a follow. Our, our audio goes live every Friday, so you definitely want to be ready for that. Um, and follow us on social media, at Moviga Podcast. Hop in the link in our bio and join our Discord. Lots of partying going on there. Uh, we just party in multiple places, and we want you all to party in all of those places with us. And that's all we ask. Okay. Humble ask. It's just a little humble humility. Hey, I'm but, there. <clears throat> we appreciate you. But um, yeah, absolutely insane show for you guys tonight. But before we get to that, I want to know what you guys have been watching, playing, starting with Luke. Well, before we wow. get to that, before we get to oh, that, okay. tell oh. us, tell <laughs> us, uh, uh, Luke, since you're our, our favorite guest here, our grand guest, tell us where. What you do and where we can find you geographically oh. on a map. Geogra- like my coordinates? Do you want my... Yes, Your longitude and latitude. Okay. Yep. Uh, address is 555. Wait. It's um, No, thank you. Uh, my name is Luke or Frost. You can call me either of those. I work with an organization called Love Thy Nerd. Uh, you've heard this before, but uh, I am the director of missions. So I recruit, I train, I take teams to different conventions. I've been trying to take Movica guys to Tantrum Con, but they're like, nah, we don't want to help way, you. We're way fine. too expensive. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, but you can find me on Twitter or X, 
that's still twitter.com mm-hmm. uh frostbite iv bite with a y i'm on twitch i'm in all those places and then you can find love thy nerd on all the socials as well um but yeah asia and i just got back from ncms which is the nerd culture ministry summit and i think Tell we're talking about, about that more later yeah Oh, but, um, uh, tell us about it now. Oh, right now? Go dive um, right into it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, long story short, um, Love Thy Nerd's been around for over five years now, almost six years, and we we just, our main mission is to love and serve our nerdy neighbors, and we want to do that by training other people on how to do that. And so we put on the Nerd Culture Ministry Summit to like bring in people that might not know how to do that, um, or other people that may know how to do that, but they want to teach other people in how to do that and do it well. And so we had almost like right around a hundred people, uh, come in to Texas, Marble Falls, Texas. And we had two and a half days of just sessions and like networking times and like different booths and for, for some of our partners and all of that. And it was a super good time. Uh, it was like a lot of like ministry leaders and pastors, like, meshed with a bunch of nerds that were there someone had a giant like anime sword um nice. so it was quite the vibe sort of <laughs> truth what's the armor of god sword i forget uh-huh. <laughs> i shouldn't have said anything i know it um Isn't but yeah that was like a, that was like a full year in the making and uh it was just it just was like awesome. this podcast yeah yeah, yeah. just like the yeah, podcast almost as long as the mm-hmm. podcast this episode um <laughs> <laughs> And so, no, everything came together. I couldn't have sort of wished spirit. for a better. Sorry, go ahead. Better time there. <laughs> Say what? Uh, sort of the spirit. I remembered. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? No, that's not it. Yeah. Sort of the spirit. Sort. sort of, yeah. What did you say? Sort of truth. The is the belt. Of I truth. think that's the belt. Is that the truth. Bible? Yeah, is like the sword. <laughs> it's just sounded like truth? like you're oh, saying. No, are you, are I shouldn't you have said anything. Now I sound so terrible. <laughs> Um, right, now you got me thrown off. I don't know. <laughs> it's the sword. Of, it is the sword of the spirit. Okay. It represents okay. the sword yes. of God. Good job. Good job. I was, trying, I was testing you. <laughs> yeah, well, we um, all failed. Well, uh, NCMS looks sick. I was very jealous. So I wanted to be there. Um, but you can, you can watch the whole thing. Steven what? really was jealous. He was very sad. I was giving him yes. like accounts of my experiences there and yeah. he really wished that he could, um, experience that firsthand. So it's truth. Yeah. What she speaks but is truth. truth. She's wearing the belt of truth right now. <laughs> <laughs> but like myself and Asia were there. There was a lot of like other streamers there. So we got to meet like some old friends and made some new friends in the streaming space. Um, there was a lot of cool, like some of our speakers were from, some very high places, one of which was is the creative director at Riot. So perhaps you've Wild. heard of this small indie game called League of Legends. You know, just a few like billion people hundred. playing that probably. Yeah. Um, but he was there just kind of sharing his life story and like his journey. And it was really cool. Through like a hundred and sixty slides that like every second he would or every I mean every sentence he would uh switch it. I was very impressed. You must have been planning that for almost as long as we've been playing this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Not quite as long, but yes. Right. But yeah, you can, like Steven said, you can get shows like lovedownair.com slash YouTube. Love um, I will say, I feel like 
you know, not that Kate n- needs all the shout outs because everyone should know her already. She sh- doesn't need like the exposure, but I'll give it to her because she, everyone deserves to know that um, she, so she was on um, it, or in the live chat when we, when Lux um, digital church was doing their stream that we all got to like be a part of IRL uh, at, at the conference. And she was like um, saying a very nice compliment about Bubba uh, to which Bubba oh, wow. like, well yeah exactly like well she just felt like she felt bad that like people were hating on Bubba for not playing Apex and then she said something along the lines of like while Bubba may not play Apex he would crush you in in so many other ways or something like that Um, and he and he like (laughs) didn't even acknowledge that comment and instead he was like yeah uh, Kate really is my hater she one time made her password uh, Bubba sucks one two three and she w- could not believe like the disrespect uh, after she like gave him the best compliment ever. Oh. Um, and then he just like, yeah, he threw it away and she can't get over it because mm. it's just so rude and disrespectful. Um, but she wanted everyone to know at the conference. So I feel like to amplify her voice and to give her the support she truly deserves. Right. Um, everyone that is a listener here should also know this. Right. Well, well now, now we all know her password. <laughs> so that's all that matters. Yes, it's true. Well, Kate, yeah, we're... try logging in. <laughs> yeah, okay, I will right now. <laughs> X.com. Twitters. Um sick. Well, go check it out. Lovethener.com slash YouTube. Watch all of NCMS. It's a good time. Um what have you been watching slash playing in your downtime? Well, because we were planning NCMS just as long as we were planning this podcast. <laughs> right. Um, I did have a whole lot of free time leading up to the the event. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, like, occasionally when I got time to play, like, which was mostly when I got a chance to stream, um, I would play City Skylines 2, which just dropped not too long ago. So just, I mean, it sounds exactly what like what it sounds like. Or it is what it sounds, sounds like. like it's where the, it sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a city builder. Uh, think Sim City, just more modernized. Sin City, um, okay. Modern Sin City. You're, yep, modern. <laughs> correct. Sin. You're fixing traffic, building you know districts, all sorts of stuff. So if you're into that thing, uh, City Skylines 2 has been super fun. Um, I also played a little bit of the OG Fortnite map before I had to leave, um, which I would say it was fun. Like, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm glad it's only a month just because the map is dated. And so it's like, it firmly relies on builds and I don't, I don't like builds. I'm out. Um, and then the loot pool is so small. It's impossible to find heals and all sorts of stuff. But um, I'll hop back in. I'll play this season, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Um, but since then, um, I played. So at at when we got to Texas for NCMS, I landed, or we landed, and uh, went straight to a game store that was like an hour away because there's friends of ours there. Um, and we played the next Yo. installment 
of Dice Throne. If you're watching this, um, I've got Marvel Dice Throne, the X-Men here in my hand with Iceman, Psylocke, Storm, and Wolverine. Um, the rest of the gang was there as well. Um, but I have this one in my possession. Um, but Dice Throne is my jam. It's super fun. These are the new characters that just kickstarted and will be out sometime next year. So that was super fun. But in addition to that, they also had Marvel Dice Throne Missions. Ooh. Which I also am showing on the video. If you're not watching, you should mm -hmm. tune in. You should be. Um, but Describe just imagine it for us. This is Dice Throne. It's co-op. You're fighting like Mr. Sinister and Hela and Mysterio and Doc Ock and all these villains. Uh, when it releases, it'll have like an evil version of Scarlet Witch and like a ton of other characters that you could fight. Um, super fun. If you like Dice Throne, Dice Throne missions, Marvel missions is fantastic. And so we played that on and off and I brought it um, home because we run game nights here and I'm like, it'd be cool to have that. And so I posted in the Dice Throne community on Facebook and I was just like, hey, if you want to play, we're having a game night. And people are like, oh, that's only three and a half hours away. I'm totally coming. And I'm like, oh, dang. <laughs> uh, we might have a lot of people show up. I didn't realize <laughs> people were going to drive that far. Um, and then today, I played no less than nine hours of Marvel's Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation. Um, just after NCMS, I was, just, I was like, people are like, what are you going to play when you get home? Because Everyone knew I wasn't playing a whole lot. I'm like, Spider-Man. Like, it's waiting for me. Spider-Man! And so, I'm like, I'm going to be playing all day. I may as well stream. And so, I streamed it today. Um, I didn't hear many of Brian's takes from the <clears throat> time he talked about it. So, I might have to go back and listen to them now. Um, but I like it. It's more of the same from the first. Um... I love the the interaction with other characters. So, you know, like the two Spideys fighting together and you do like combos together. It's super cool and I love it. And I helped Miles win a fight one time. And so I went up and I'm like, oh, I can interact with him. And so I walked up and I hit triangle and they did the Spider-Man point thing and it just blew my mind. I was like, that's hilarious. Hey. I love that. Yeah, um, surprisingly, Brian didn't hate it. I know. So, like, he did tell me that later, and I'm like, that's actually shocking. But yeah, no, it's great. If you like the first one, you'll love this one. I'm hardly into it. Like, I'm just, I just started. Scratch the surface. I'm very jealous. But yeah. Um, watching. I don't know if we're talking about this later or not. Maybe we'll talk about when Asia mentions it. Just brief, we've been watching it together. Briefly mention it, and we'll we'll dive in. We'll dive okay. We'll dive in. Loki. Oh, finish season two. Holy crap. We probably won't dive deep into it because I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's I all know. about me. Um, so sad. Finish it. Like, just okay. finish it. Bear back. We've been, mm -hmm. I can't believe, like, that was in the plan. I like, know, finish dude. Loki. Years. Season years, two. dude. And then Asia, myself, Matt, and Bubba, we all, while we were together in Texas, we all went and watched the Marvels. Nice. Um, again, no spoilers, but it was it perfect? No. Was it v enjoyable? Yes. I had like was a stupid face, a stupid smile on my face. 
It was marvelous. Oh, it was marvelous. Yeah, I would say so. It was fun. There was some plot holes. There was. I was like, huh? Not in a Marvel movie. I don't. I don't believe that. But, <laughs> but like, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and like, I don't find any of it. I didn't find any of it cringy, which everyone was kind of worried about. So, no, it was great. Watch that, and then, um, on my trip down to Texas, um, keep in mind I'm a very anxious person, and so I, you know, just like this podcast, I was very anxious coming on, worried uh, for all this planning to just fail, maybe. <laughs> right, perhaps. right, 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 right. Um, but on the flight to Texas for this event that we've been planning, um, I, I started watching baby, baby driver. Have you seen it for the first time? No, I've seen it before. Okay, Of course I've seen it. I love it. I love it. But like, as things are starting to ramp up and like, kind of like unroll, unravel, I'm like, I can't, I can't watch this. Like my heart's going to (laughs) explode. Oh yeah, dude. (laughs) And so I stopped it and I started... Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> Ew. Because that's kind of like, For, it's got a, a some cozy, action, a but it's like feel a feel-good good movie. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just a little like, a, you know. It didn't make me anxious. No, dude. And then the last Not thing the I watched, way. I started it on my flight home uh, because, as I was saying earlier, uh, we had Magnus, the creative director at Riot, talk about League of Legends. Mm-hmm. And so on the trip home, I downloaded and started Arcane, the nice. Netflix series. Nice. I've heard of it. Which is very traumatic. <laughs> oh. If I started that, if I started it ahead of like Baby Driver, I would have like turned it off immediately. Mm. But because the event was over, I could watch it. And it's actually, I really enjoy it so far. I'm like halfway through. And so that's what I've been doing. Sort of. Love it. Any questions? Um, no, definitely not. <laughs> a few beige flags raised, but we'll talk about that. <laughs> well, there will be a quiz later. Okay, good. good, good. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Asia, what about you? Me? Um, so, you know, a couple of these things, obviously, I played with Luke, so I don't want to, like, be redundant. But I will say my experience for um, playing some of the new Marvel Dice Throne content. It was funny because Bubba picked us up from the airport or we, we arrived around like 1.30-ish um, p.m. on a Saturday. And then we picked up um, Sam. And then uh, we I did know that we were going to go help a um, a board game shop. Or honestly, I think they the way that it was communicated to me was Luke was going to help and that I would have free time. That's what I heard. That was my original thing that I heard. Um, but then Bubba was like, yeah, we're going. I just picked you up from Austin and we're going to go drive to San Antonio to go to this <laughs> board game shop. And I was like, okay, cool. And so it was like another like hour and a half away. From where, he, from where he got us from. And we were kind of tired because we had been up since like four in the morning or something. Um, and we get there and my brain is like just not not functioning. And so I just like sat and watched everyone for a while. And I was like shameless about it. I was like, I just need a coffee. I can't help anyone with anything. I can't play with anyone. I just am like fl- a floaty thing. I'm just existing here. Mm-hmm. Um, but after I got my wits about me, I will say I did play against Sam. Um, uh, I played as uh, Gambit and I got my like ultimate like fight fight thing for like the second time ever. Like I never roll what I need 
to get this like ultimate like OP power move thing. Um, I'd only had done it like once before. It never works in my favor to do it again. Um, but today, or not today, but that day, <laughs> I did. Day. I defeated Sam as Gambit, and it was <laughs> this day. Nice. Um, and it was awesome. I felt amazing, and I took a picture of it because that just never happens for me. Um, and Luke was there to hype me up, so that was great. Um, but besides Dice Throne, um, a couple other board games you played. Um, one Bubba purchased uh, called Setup. It's actually really fun. I think you'd like it. Um, where you're like stacking um, like these pieces that look like playing cards and you're trying to get either sets or runs and you're like building off of other people's sets or runs to like try to win. And then there's like a little um, like point counter like track that gets you around the board. And um, I think I won. I'm pretty sure I won that one. And I right. felt pretty. Uh, I think what right, Luke? I won. I think I won that one. Um, it was very fun though. Perhaps. Yes, I, I believe I did. Um, and I also, I was really excited. I love getting spooky versions of things. I, um, from, um, uh, Gilded Grayland, I almost forgot the name, uh, Gilded Grayland, which was like the, like, mobile, um, uh, board game shop. They had mm-hmm. an LTN con. They had it here, which was awesome. I got the game Boop, which is like the spooky version Boop. of Boop. Where you, it's basically like cat chess, but this one there's ghost cats that like <gasps> do something different, or and all the kitties, the kitties and cats all are like Halloweenified. So like they have little witches hats, or they're like in little jack o' lanterns, and mm-hmm. it's really cute. Um, I actually technically didn't play, but I um, taught it to Amanda from God Squad Church and um, um, Saint Bear. And it was very funny. Uh, Pastor Scar, who you may or may not know, he is a partnered streamer on Twitch and he came to uh, the event. He and I were like hanging out and we basically were vicariously playing through them because everyone was tired and they didn't actually know how to play the game. And we're like, maybe if you do this. And so I felt like we were like kind of playing like a video game. (laughs) We're like, hey, you go here. Your little pawns. That's all they were. We're like like, um, that one scene in Harry Potter. Yeah. We were just like, it's magic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, no. Classic. Classic. Um, and then the only other game that was played, I feel like, you know, the, uh, at Megazord, which was like iteration one of the pre-con of NCMS, um, Luke got everyone into um, Marvel Snap. Um, you know, then that's when like it first came out. But then this one, I successfully got a lot of people into Suica, the like the fruit merge game. Oh, <laughs> I just airdropped the link to everyone at the dinner table. <laughs> and then they were like, what is this? What is this? I was like, just just figure it out. Just figure it out. And it's very funny. So like people are like getting into it because it's a very addictive game. And then um, Bubba was like really struggling. Like he really wanted to do good, but he just like could not get good. And then um, I showed it to his his um daughter who i think is i want to say she's 10 she's yeah she's you know not an adult daughter she's a a child daughter mm-hmm. um and i showed that or uh, i i think she was watching us play that game and she's like oh i want to try and i was like sure i gave her the phone uh, i feel like the average like first score that someone will get like trying to figure out the game is something around like maybe they just broke like a thousand points Dude, she played it and she got the watermelon on her first try, like her first game. And her score was like 2000, like 
f- almost like 2,500 or something like that. And Bubba, I think, was actually jealous. He like could he was like looking at her as he was playing at a much lower score <laughs> than wow, her. Dude. And he was like, I don't get it. And then, but then she was like consistently scoring really well. And almost every time she'd play, she would get the watermelon, which is even better than I would do. I don't always get the watermelon. Wow. Um, so I was very impressed with her. Um, and I think Bubba was too. And Bubba was probably just like salty and jealous. And that's okay. Cause he can, he can do that can sometimes. Flag. I know. <laughs> Beige flag. I played it. I've played it once and it was mm-hmm. like, it was longer than I expected it to be. I expected yeah. it to be like a quick little candy crush, whatever. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. I think. Not for the fate of heart. Stuff that's like that, that is like, is like physics based almost where it's like, uh-huh. it's not just like Tetris where it goes in a straight line. Stresses mm-hmm. me out. Stresses me out. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, so, but with Tetris, like, doesn't like I'm trying to remember with Tetris, doesn't it automatically fall like on a timer? Whereas Suika, you can like take a break. You can step back if oh, you're that's afraid. True. That's true. To do your I, next move. I was afraid. <laughs> you don't have to rush. You can go at your own pace. That's a good point. Um, and then um, as for watching, yes, you watch the Marvels. I thought it was fantastic. I knew that some people were haterating on it. Um, but then also, I think you, sh- someone shared in our like Moviga chat about the like, um, it be- getting an eight on IGN. And I think mm-hmm. that's like a fair score. It was like really fun. My like main critique without like getting into spoilers was that it was too short. Like, I feel like, like, I think we, we could have like used some time to mm-hmm. build some characters or just like in really enjoy some of these cool synchronized uh scenes with like uh the three people that make up the marvels um kamala like she was fantastic she was like hilarious her comedic timing steven i know you're all about the comedic timing i think that you would approve nice. um she, was she great did great mm-hmm. so super cool um, I don't want to spoil it though, but there were a lot of fun details. Um, the um, end credit scene without giving anything away. Of course, we always know this. Like, please stay for the end credit scene. There wasn't one at the very end. I think that's what we found out. Mm-hmm. But um, there were two like end scenes that are like very cool that like made everyone gasp. Oh. Um, so yeah, that's all I'll say about that. Um, and then. You know, for my shows, um, Lessons in Chemistry is very good. I haven't read the book yet, but that I, I plan to. But um, Brie Larson plays the main character. It's an um, uh, Apple TV Plus show. Really, really enjoying mm-hmm. it. It's all about, um, you know, this um, chemist lady who uses chemistry to uh, teach people how to cook food on a show because she's trying to, like, pay for her daughter to get better education. It's really good. Um Loki, phenomenal. Like that, I can't stress enough how incredible that season finale was. The way that it ended, it's just like so good. Like it just is a great, um, it really respected the character and the character development of Loki. So just so good. I also have heard some theories um, about, you know, some of the characters in the show. Steven, I know you're not like that far into season two so i don't want to say any of them yet they don't spoil like the finale but they spoil some of the setup stuff mm. um but some really cool things i think i can't wait till everyone has watched it and we can theorize together i enjoyed it i feel like mm-hmm. i remember like when the show's like halfway through the season uh, ign or some reviewers mm-hmm. were like yeah it's bad like they gave it like a five or something crazy mm-hmm. and i was like oh and that's kind of what 
made me Why you, less interested. I, um, I, I remember based off of what you texted, like I remember feeling the same way where mm-hmm. I thought the pacing was interesting. Like the first couple episodes, I feel like it took for me, at least it took me a second for it to like get its footing for me to like really engage in like, it did feel like a little disjointed, which I know is part of the story. Yeah. But it's it, like, I felt that it's at a hundred miles an hour, like immediately and right. doesn't stop. Um, which was cool. I mean, the first episode was um, was kind of like that. And then, like, episode two, Haley and I were watching. We were literally like, did we skip an episode? Like, who is this guy again? Mm-hmm. Like, And she was like, I think he kind of looks like that one guy that was in that scene earlier. And I was like, I have no idea. So it was <laughs> like, it just kind of. And then I would be like, what is this person doing again exactly? Like, it, it kind of moved very fast and. For me, maybe I was sleepy. I didn't quite, I would just had to accept the fact that I don't really know what this person's goal is right now, but I'm just going <laughs> to watch and enjoy. But I uh-huh. did enjoy it. I mean, it's fun. I mean, I've never liked, everyone has loved Loki like since the beginning and been like, mm-hmm. he's the best Marvel villain. I've never really cared for him that much until mm-hmm. this show, until Loki. Because, like, I mean, he's just kind of like your typical British, you know, <laughs> suave villain like you, he, he did wasn't you feel cool. like he was different from like or did you feel like he was the same from um thor the first thor movie and like ragnarok or do you feel like it's he been was so long since i've seen thor but i mean like when i think of loki villain loki i think of the avengers and he yeah. was he was you know i mean it was good it's not like he was a bad villain it just wasn't like you know, I wasn't fangirling about it, but you know, but I think he's great now. Nice. It only took him fourteen years, but you know, yeah, yeah. He, he got there eventually. <laughs> yeah, I, I cannot wait for you to keep watching. It's great. Um, the one disappointing thing from NCMS was that besides Zach, no one else watches Jujutsu Kaisen. Ooh. That's my one. That's my one critique. We need more anime nerds because. The, the new story arc that's, like, currently releasing for Jujutsu Kaisen, I know I keep saying this every time I'm on here, but, like, it is just incredible. And they are, like, not afraid to, um, like, power scale and, like, you know, the, the, um, the negative consequences that comes from power scaling. Uh, it is crazy, like the the pace and storytelling everything's just so jam-packed like it is like going at you like 100 miles an hour but like in a way that like makes sense for everything they've set up up until this mm-hmm, point mm-hmm. It, i like i just think uh this is gonna be on like the top five best like a- anime of like this generation Yo. i i just know it like i d- i've heard a lot of people talk about it, like they would have to like really really bomb at this point to like um to not just like place top mm-hmm. five, top three. Like they mm-hmm. just such a great job. Did you guys ever so. watch uh, Attack on Titan? Um, I I am far behind. I know that okay. the 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 like final episode yeah. finally released, and, and I really need great. to catch up. Yeah, I've seen um, like the first season. I've seen like the first <laughs> like episode. when it first dropped. I saw somebody's mom get ripped in half on the first episode, and I was like, I think I'm I think this isn't for me. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm fair. Watch SpongeBob. Thanks, talk to you. Um, one of the people that I met at um, NCMS, he like, so his friend slash like, like sort of like part, like business partner sort of person um, was like planning on going to NCMS. He like runs like a, um, a anime, 
like meets faith type blog. Um, and so he, th- this other guy um, that I met, like he's being contracted to help write um, some of the articles and like last minute on like the Friday before NCMS, he was like, Hey, do you want to come with me to this thing? And he's like, okay. And he like, didn't know anything about it. And he was just like blown away by like everything, like, all the content, all the people he met, he was like was loving it. And so when he and I were talking, actually, I like started talking to him because he had a Mononoke notebook. And I was nice. like, oh, that's a cool notebook. And then we like that's how we started like, you know, chatting. And he is so smart. He wrote a thesis on um like seeing seeing the gospel through Evangelion, um, which is like one of the most popular anime like mm. ever. Um and it was just really cool. Like he's so smart. Like he was like overwhelming me with a smartness or I was like, dude, the way that you are like being, are able to pull out these themes is so cool. But he and Gundolf, uh, who also was there, uh, they were talking about the final episode of, um, of attack on Titan and how it was just like really incredible. And I didn't mind them spoiling it for me. Cause like at this point, like I know so much more like story details than like I should based off like where I'm at in the, in the anime, just because, you know, it's been out for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't spoil it for me, for me that like, that helps me like look for things, mm. um, when I'm going to watch, but yes, very good. Is that, is that in general for all things you don't mind getting spoiled? Um, not for all things, but mm-hmm. for, for things that have already been out for a while, like yeah. if it's like a new thing that I can also experience timely, um, then yeah like i would be annoyed if someone spoiled for me um the one thing that i'm like so far successfully um staying spoiler free is the boy and the heron movie the miyazaki movie that's coming out next month yeah i like have completely avoided all marketing for it because i just want to experience it like everyone in japan did Mm. um but yeah for stuff that's like been out for a long time like i don't mind like i'm like a very analytical person so i kind of i love like all the information um but I know not everyone's that way. I respect that. Thanks, thanks. Okay, last two things. Um, w- the last thing I've been watching, uh, Invincible season two. Oh yes, uh, dude, it's it's already getting it's already starting to get crazy. Um, I don't want to spoil the show if you haven't watched season one yet, but um, it definitely picks up on all of the um the negative consequences from what goes down in season one mm. and um. You know, all the characters are unpacking um, the trauma of that uh, as and also like just trying to move forward and, you know, it, try, just exist and like engage in the relationships that they have with each other um, currently. So it's really good so far. Um, I'm excited to keep watching that. Um, and the only other thing um, I have been into this morning, I posted a couple uh, new updates on um lo-fi girl lore because some new lore is currently oh, as we are recording in the making uh i woke up this morning country country girl <laughs> imagine <laughs> i i'm curious what people's like theories country are because basically girl. what's happening yeah. is i woke up this morning and i noticed uh, a post from lo-fi girls like instagram page and it was like both lo-fi girl and synthwave boys desks are like empty and I was like, what? And so I checked the streams and they like they were still streaming like the music and stuff, but they weren't at their desks. And then I scrubbed to see like when like they had left their desks. And it it wasn't like they drew them like walking away. It just they like, just stopped that layer of animation. Um and so it just went from like them studying to like they disappeared. And then so I posted a, a TikTok about that. 
and that one's like starting to to uh, blow up which is fun the the one naysayer that i think is hilarious is someone who hold on, i took a screenshot of it but like everyone is like you know they're there for the lo-fi girl lore they're all into it but this like one person was like calling it like please they're like shut up please. uh this genre is elevator music for millennials and then someone was like you know i i like never say anything to those comments but then you know someone was like telling them to calm down and they were like no i'm a certified hater i got my master's degree in hating people who <laughs> listen to vinyl static and the same three chord progressions for hours on end and i was like honestly though that's such a great like diss. i mean like but we enjoy it <laughs> but it we enjoy it it's fine cool. <laughs> yeah exactly i got a friend who says the same thing he's like like, it's just like the most simple, like the simplest, whatever is the sounds. I'm yeah. like, man, I don't care. They all got a cool little <laughs> twist on them. That's why it's nice for like working on stuff because it's not yeah, distracting. Exactly. You're just vibing. Yeah, I can't exactly. listen to a freaking Celine Dion when I'm trying to do spreadsheets. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so after I, I posted to, that, as much as I want to. You know? Right, right. Uh, after I posted that and it got uh, some traction. <laughs> Uh, I noticed that on the on their YouTube channel, uh, I don't know if it's still the case, but the like the profile picture for Lo-Fi Girl is gone. Like there's just like a just like empty. And then they started another stream or a video. No, they started another stream that's um, literally just had a cloud emoji, cloud, not clown, because I can't enunciate. Um, And it's right. So when I opened it, it was just like the sky and like clouds like coming in and out and there was like a white dot on the screen that started at like i think 9 a.m uh, eastern and now it is you know pa- like 12 hours later and it's slowly been like forming yeah what i i believe is it looks like a um snowflake maybe like it's kind of like coming oh, it's like connecting so i don't know christmas? if they're like yeah that's what i'm wondering like is it gonna be Heck a christmas yeah. lo-fi is it gonna be like a cute scene like with its own like stream i don't know and then like why are lo-fi like where are they where are they are they like I follow asia the girl on tiktok for all your <laughs> lo-fi girl news i'm into this christmas lo-fi sure. you got me dude dude it would be awesome so mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see what's happening here she uh, better but- hurry though I know. I'm maybe I um will let you know if it happens while we're recording because I'm gonna like I have like the the stream going to the side. I'm just waiting for something to be announced. But she's, yeah, for, what, for our listeners, in- she's got a, a big wall with a bunch of yarn, like to all the different lo-fi. <laughs> yeah, yes. The theories. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of scary. We're worried, but you know, we're to be it's fine. It's a beige flag. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I got. That's it. What about you, Steven? Yeah, that's me. That's that's everything. Right. I feel like that was a long time. Oh, it wasn't yeah. much, but that's fine. <laughs> um, me personally, um, we're in Christmas mode now, so nice. we're trying to like get through some Christmas movies. Um, we've watched Polar Express a thousand times because my son loves it. We've watched Muppets Christmas Carol, which um, for me that's personally like is Luke's the favorite. best. It's the best <gasps> version of Christmas Carol. I might have. Luke. Hello, hello, Luke. Special Are guest. you not so excited? I'm sorry, I, I, I planned for I months. Was you have the floor. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> Muppets Christmas Carol, best Christmas Carol version. Heck, heck yeah! I might have a Funko Pop of <laughs> Gonzo as Charles Dickens and Rizzo. Wait, that exists? <gasps> yes, dude. We need that. Oh, that's probably oh, like five thousand dollars. I I found it at a random 
uh, comic book shop in Charlotte, North Carolina, Concord, North Carolina, actually. But I saw some, I saw Fozzie, Fozzie wig, Bob Cratchit and Scrooge at target. Oh, really? So check your local target. Maybe we should. Oh, you should, dude. Oh, is that? We got to add that? to our. Wait, when did you find it? I found it a couple weeks ago at a comic book shop. Okay, but okay. but I saw oh, very recently. I saw Bob Cratchit, Fozzie and Scrooge like a few days ago at Target. Okay. Okay. No, no I just found the Gonzo one. It's great. At dude. GameStop for nine dollars. Oh, it. perfect. Let's go to GameStop. Go right now after the, dude, after the break. What? It looks great, dude. Okay. Anyway, there's a flocked one. Sorry, Ooh. I'm distracted now. I don't that have any flocked expensive. pops. Yeah, but anyway, we watched Muppets Christmas Carol. It's great. Um, but if you didn't know this, when you watch it on Disney Plus, go into extras and go down and watch the full length version because oh. there's a song. The love is gone. That was deleted from the theatrical cut, but it's great. And and Scrooge gets like emotional in it, and like it's a little delay at the end. He's singing with Belle, and they cut it from the theater theatrical version. But it's on Disney Plus. You have to go into extras and go to watch the full length version. Wait, I didn't even think about extras. Yeah, it's there. It's lurking in the shadows. <laughs> so do that. <clears throat> um, we have watched Die Hard. Two, I interesting. I love most of the diehards. Right, I think Die Hard One is probably the best. And I, I don't. I think, I think, especially when it came out. But I think most people think Die Hard Two is like just okay. But I love Die Hard Two, and it's snowing, so it feels even more like Christmas. Mm-hmm. So usually, if it's Christmas time and we're watching a Die Hard movie, we're watching Die Hard too. It's a hot taste, nice. but it's I mean, great. I love it. You like what you like, hmm. yeah, dude. And it's like, I don't know, it's just so cool with the planes, and it's like much higher stakes. It's just yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good stuff. That's true. It's I'll good time. It. Thank you, I appreciate it. What sucks is like. The fifth one is so bad, dude. It's kind of like Indiana Jones, actually. <laughs> it is exactly like Indiana Jones. It's like the first one is great, iconic. Second right. one, most people like, didn't okay. like, but I think it's actually great. The third one, mm-hmm. I think the third one was pretty widely loved. Fourth mm-hmm. one was kind of like King of the Crystal Skull. It's like, what the freak? Like He's, he's mm-hmm. on a jet, outside of a jet, crashing through bridges. <laughs> like It's insane. But there's still room for it. Like people like it. And then the fifth one is just absolute garbage, dude. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah. And I always bad. hate in movies when like m- multiple movies later, they'll just like change a relationship between movies and you just have to accept it. And they just do it like nonchalant because like yeah. they probably mm-hmm. couldn't get the actor who played Holly back or whatever. So they were right. just like, he's divorced now. It's like, dude, <laughs> that's how I feel about the karate kid movies. Um, well, something similar happens to the Indiana Jones movies, but even worse in my opinion. So Mm-mm-mm. yeah, the fifth one, dude, it's so bad. I don't want to get started. Don't get me started. <laughs> you were so sad. Um, oh dude. Is it's the fifth one that me. just dropped? It might be on Disney plus now. I'm not sure. Indiana, but that's the fifth one. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like the newest okay. one. Yeah. Dial of, Dial of Destiny. 
Anyway, <laughs> uh, so Die Hard 2. We watched Loki, two episodes of Loki. Let me tell you what we watched. We watched the Boogie 2988 documentary on YouTube. Have you heard How of this? How is that? Do you know who mm-hmm. Boogie 2988 is? Mm, I don't. Not at all. Let me look it up. So Boogie 2988 was one of the like OG YouTubers. Um, he got famous for posting like his Francis videos that were like skits of like rate this guy who would just like rage over. Magic oh yeah. Gathering. No, I, I heard about this. I've heard about this documentary. Yes. yes. I want to know all about it. Okay. Um, so Boogie was like one of the most beloved YouTubers. Like he was voted like nicest YouTuber, like most wholesome, but he always kind of had this like victim mentality. So mm-hmm. he's, he's, uh, a large person and he would, he started talking about it a lot more and then he ended up having like the gastric bypass surgery, mm-hmm. but like just the struggles of that, he like wouldn't stop talking about it. And that sounds mean to be like, he won't shut up about it, but like <laughs> the, the victim mentality he, he just had had all along for like everything and like nothing was ever his fault type of thing. And people like, I would watch his videos but whenever he'd be like, guys, I don't know how much longer I'm going to live. It's like, can we talk about Lego Star Wars right now? That's what the video titled. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> but so like he was hugely popular and then he started like people started picking up on the victim mentality and then he started saying like the worst things in his streams, like super like Dang. racist, offensive, like all kinds of stuff. And he was spending his money like crazy. He had 4 million subscribers. Uh, one of the most successful YouTubers started spending his money on like um, inappropriate meetings with oh, women. Mm-hmm. Um, tons of Magic the Gathering stuff. Like it was just, it was just really bad. And now he uh, is basically like bankrupt. Um, the documentary just kind of goes through this guy, like Boogie agreed to like, let him follow him around and document like him recently. But he kind of tells the story also of like where he came from and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's an hour long. Just, just search Boogie 2988 documentary on YouTube. Yeah. It's wow. insane, dude. It's mature. So definitely like, yeah, right, right. But, um, yeah, it's it's a tough it's a tough watch. The, the guy who's like doing the documentary like halfway through like left and he's like talking to the camera. Mm-hmm. He's like, I literally had to get out of there. Like the guy doesn't stop saying depressing things. Like that's all he talks about. He's like, I, I couldn't handle it. It's insane. Anyway, that's so sad. We watched that Friday night. A mm-hmm. fun little fun little view. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it's insane. Other than that. Playing, um, the only thing I've been playing, the only thing I've played in the last like month or more is Hogwarts. Um, oh, I never nice. finished it and now I'm getting back into it and I'm really enjoying it. Um, I said it last week, but it's literally like, dude, it's like so close to perfection for me. It, it just kind of gives me everything I want in a game for the most part. Um, so it's great. I'm having a great time. And then we had a game night Friday night. Nice. We try to do every second Tuesday of the month, second Friday of the month, excuse me. <laughs> uh-huh. 
two. You know, the two second that was on my brain. I got you. It's my beige flag. Um, and <laughs> we played Everdell, but they brought they had the big box. Uh huh. Oh. Um, there were five now of you us. Want it. I want it, but it took us over four hours, which might not sound that's like a, a lot. No, that's a lot. That's that's like my for me. Like, it was right. a lot. For me, it was I'm, a lot. I'm done now. But it was fun. I told them, like, they were like, I'm so sorry. I was like, it hasn't felt like four hours. Like, I, I it's been a long time since I spent four hours playing one game. But, um, yeah, we typically try to go, like, two-ish hours. Um, but, yeah, it's great. It's, it's like, just the vibes of the artwork and everything. It's just super cozy. Um, it's very um, not competitive. I forget what you said what the term is, but, um, it's a lot of fun. It's kind of deflating when you get to the end and the pros have like a bajillion (laughs) points and you're just like, cool. I just spent four hours and uh, I have a fraction of what you had, but I had fun. (laughs) That's Um, why whenever I'm playing a new game with someone that's obviously played it before, I, there's a point where I, I just know I'm not going to even come close. And at that point, like halfway through, I either decide, am I just going to kind of give up and just like have fun and like just lose yeah. by a lot, but but have fun with it? Mm-hmm. Or am I f- going to fight really hard to at least get second place? <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I'm literally like, I do enjoy games, but usually when I'm playing, I'm just thinking about like everybody else, making sure everybody else is like enjoying themselves. And I feel that. Like... Because four hours is a long time for me, yeah. Like I said, yeah. but uh, but everybody had fun. It was a good time, and um, yeah, I would play that again for sure. They were like, next yeah. time we won't bring the big box; we'll just bring the whatever, not yeah. multiple <laughs> expansions onto it. But it was cool the way it's set That's up. Super it's cool. like, yeah, you got your little critters, and you, you get the town marketplace and the whatever, yeah. and uh, it's cool. It's a cool theme. Anyway, it's well done. Yep, it is very well done. Y'all want to take a quick break? Totes. All right, break time. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. This is Lee. Did you know that you can find us on social media? At Movica Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And while you're there, check out the link in our bio to find us on all of our other links. We'd also love to have you join our Discord community and be a part of the conversation there. And don't forget to follow us wherever you're listening because we're posting episodes like this one every Friday so you can stay up to date. Give us a like, share us with your friends. We'd appreciate it. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, let's talk Marvels. Okay. Okay. Um, I can do that. Steve, I didn't you haven't see seen it, it yet. Though. I didn't see it. Give us your, we talked about it a little bit. But give mm-hmm. us your non-spoilery, a little bit more in-depth thoughts. Now. You want to start, Luke? Or you want me to go? Me? Um, yeah, go for okay, it. Okay, I'll start. I went in with very low expectations just because, like, I I enjoyed the first, I enjoyed Captain Marvel, the movie. A lot of people didn't like it. Was it perfect? No. Was it fun? Yeah. I liked it. And I would say the same thing about the Marvels. Um, I went in with very low expectations. I might actually like it a little bit better than Captain Marvel. Um, there are some really fun parts, the action sequences. So if you've seen the trailers, this isn't a spoiler. 
So if you've seen the trailers, if you haven't seen the trailers, plug your ears. Three, two, one. <laughs> um, but my earphones are in the way. They, they <laughs> like somehow they're like trading places when they use their powers, dude. Um, it's and like so like the Friday. way they use that when they yeah, in exactly. fight scenes is just super cool, and it makes for some very entertaining like combat. Um, the story. I felt like was really cool. Um, you, it just sheds some light on some questions that you may have asked uh, mm. in previous movies. Um, and then it wasn't too long. Like we talked about that. This is like one of the shortest Marvel movies in a it's good the, while. The shortest one ever is the shortest ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't feel that way though. Like I didn't feel like it rushed through anything really. Asia mentioned it might. It could have been maybe a little bit longer, but I didn't really. I didn't feel like it was short. I mm-hmm. it felt like a movie length movie, um, but yeah. And in the end, it was a good story. There is a post credit scene that Bubba leaned over to me and was just like, "Bubba didn't like it." Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I don't like this. But, is what he said. But the end Basically. of the end credit scene, um, there's a lot of hype around this end credit scene. So if you go watch it a lot. Stick around, watch the end credit scene. Bubba leaned over is like and was like, this just saved that movie. And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, I like the movie. I don't know about you. <laughs> well is it I don't know. I don't want to spoil there have been a lot of Marvel mid credit scenes that seem like they're gonna lead to something and they never do. Do you feel like this really I don't think things? Oh, it will definitely affect things. I oh, think. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think this is setting it up. Okay, for a thing. Yeah, because like a very so, obvious, direct, like, oh, we're doing this. Feeling. Yeah. Okay. Power Ranger crossover confirmed right here. On movie <laughs> um, yeah. Uh huh. So and the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, sick, dude. Oh um, um, man, I forgot. I wasn't going to spoil. What's in the trailers? <laughs> um, so uh, one thing about this movie is. It was a gamble a little bit um, because Captain Marvel isn't necessarily the most popular character. Right. Uh, I mean, that's just one reason. Another reason is Monica Rambeau and Miss Marvel were both like characters from a TV show. Yeah. Like, a little bit lesser known. Like it's definitely not one of the like, this is an Iron Man movie or this is an Avengers movie. It's going to make a billion dollars. Right. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> uh, most of the reviews are like, pretty positive like i didn't give it an eight um i've seen some reviews that i'd give like, it an eight personally i feel like most of the reviews i've seen have been what you said like it's not you know freaking titanic like oscar level but um it's a fun time that being yeah. said it may it had the worst box yeah. office debut of any marvel movie mcu movie ever um this is this is my before i give like my review but I, yeah, I feel like Disney is always self-sabotaging itself, mm-hmm. which is crazy because like they know they know the like financial position that they're in right now. Mm-hmm. But like, why would you release like Loki finale the same literal same day as like the opening night for mm-hmm. the Marvels? Because oh, wow. like you're like encouraging yeah. people to stay home, or they could like go watch this like opening you know night day whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Which is so unfortunate because I feel like, yeah, I think it's like if you are aware that people may not know as much about the characters in the show or I'm sorry, in this movie as much as 
you know others then like why wouldn't you set it up for like the best possible chance of success like yeah. you know move it to the next weekend or something yeah and it, it was, it's been interesting the last like few weeks they've been marketing it like spoiling so much uh, uh yeah spoiling the i won't even say who it is i mean it's i didn't really mm-hmm. care that much when i saw in the trailers but the presence of another established mcu character yeah and then like the whole like they're coming and like you know, you see some bodies walk by a camera and you're like, who's it going to be? But they're like opening the trailer, like with Iron Man, Thanos, Captain America, like trying to remind people that this is part of the MCU and something big is going to happen. Whereas Mm -hmm. like, I feel like the movies used to be able to just stand on their own. Yeah. Be excited for this character. But they were obviously like, Ticket sales were tracking worse than like the worst DC movies. So they were like, we got to do, we got to change up the marketing and get some more people excited about this. And yeah, I'm sure it worked for some people. Like I'm sure sure it helped a little bit, um, but obviously not quite enough, which is a shame if it's a good movie. Um, I think, I think the problem that most people had with Captain Marvel at least that I heard. Again, I like the movie. I disagree with this, but a lot of people were saying like, "Oh, she had no personality." Um, was that you, Stephen? Uh, um, partly, partly, yeah. But <laughs> I feel like this one they tried to correct it, and I I wouldn't even say they o- they like overcorrected. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Um, she's goofy. She's like, she's honestly dealing with some stuff, mm-hmm. and so she's got you know that emotion. Um, and I think that's reflected well with, um, and she, she has like some good co-stars to like lean on. So like mm-hmm. Rambo, she's a little bit more serious cause she's, you know, in the space Navy or whatever, uh, <laughs> sword, shield, whatever in the Power sky. Sword. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so she leans on, you know, her, but then, um, Miss Marvel, Mm-hmm. Kamala like brings out like you know she's just a goofball yeah like she's a, a, a teenager and so um that that kind of releases that side of of Captain Marvel and so I think it was like I said it was fun all the way through there was a, a there was a, a part in it where I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna like this but I like actually thoroughly enjoyed it and I'm mm-hmm. like that's actually hilarious um actually a couple times and mm-hmm. so I, you were kind of talking about DC. I was like, con- afterwards, I was kind of r- relating it to like The Flash mm-hmm. in my brain because that's the last DC movie I watched. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hate The Flash. Same. But there were like some cringy moments in The oh, Flash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, I- I'd probably give The Flash like a six and a half maybe because it was like trying to be so good. Maybe maybe a seven. But like, it like, there were there were just some key parts where I'm like, oh, I wish I wish I didn't watch that. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. that was weird. Uh, but no, not at all with the Marvels. I, nice. It was fun all the way through. Nice, dude. Well, that's good to hear. I um I haven't been to the movies in a while. I don't know why. It, I didn't see Oppenheimer. I suck. Yeah, dude. I just I I also and, suck because I also haven't seen that yet. Haley, Haley was. We were just talking in the car uh, so yesterday. Sorry. She was like, "We have so many points for our theater. Like, we literally can uh-huh. see like multiple <laughs> movies for free." 
<laughs> because we like had no idea. Yeah. And like even right. even for zero dollars, we still haven't been to the theaters. It's just it's harder than it used to be. It's it a seems. problem. That's the other thing I was gonna say. It was just so good watching something on the big screen again. I know like, I need to do even if it was just Captain or uh the Marvels, like I yes, we might be diving into Loki next, but like I absolutely loved Loki. Ten out of ten. It's fantastic. But I watched it on my TV at home. Yeah. And right. in an Airbnb TV uh, with. And on your iPod. Assisted listening. Oh, dude, that was so funny. <laughs> That's a whole other story. We'll get to that. Um, um, but, like, even if it was, you know, like, you know, it's not a 10 out of 10 movie, but, like, it was a fun movie on a big screen yeah. with friends I and miss, popcorn. I miss the big screen, dude. Last, last thing I um, saw was uh, Mission Impossible. Mm. Which has been I haven't a while. seen. Seen that. that was like July, dude. I haven't been. It's a long time ever. Um, Asia, you watched Blue Beetle, right? I did watch Blue Beetle. Oh, I which comes it. to HBO Max November seventeenth. Yeah, 17th. very soon. I need to check it out. It's very, just very Max. Soon. Thank you. Sorry, sorry, though. <laughs> X. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed um the Marvels. I think like you know, I think it's a fair. I think it's a fair critique if people felt like her, if um, Carol's character in the first uh movie was like missing something or just like not um not like that uh, multifaceted enough i i understand that like critique but yeah i definitely think that like in this movie they were like no she's like you know a self-assured pilot like that's her whole thing but also like she has like a per- personality and like mm-hmm. humor and like sadness and like all you know like she's more like she's a more of a whole person in yeah. in this movie and where i think like honest i do think that uh the marvels is better than captain marvel partly because like the there just wasn't enough of like a supporting cast i felt like yeah. you just like enough like characters in the first movie where you know like it is very important to have like it's not it's not a crutch like what helps like make like a like a protagonist like um dynamic is by like having very um like smart yeah like a great supporting cast or like a lot of characters around that help like right comic relief that just people that would like sharpen them reveal Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you know areas that are weaknesses or whatever it may be and so i feel like this movie was better because you know this like um little girl power team um being with each other with their different personalities like help just like create that like humanness and um right. relatability uh with carol which was super cool i do think it could have been a little longer like i mean of, of course like i would love to see even longer fight scenes uh because the coordination stuff was like so cool the choreography was really awesome but mm-hmm. the main thing is just like mostly the tension between uh that you know if you've watched wandavision you already would have seen with um uh maria or or Mo- no monica Mon- sorry mm-hmm. not maria um uh, monica and carol that like you kind of sense that she has um, when you see her character backstory um, in WandaVision. I feel like there there just wasn't a lot of time to explore that where I felt like they, they could have a little bit more because it's just been years and years of whatever resentment that has built up, mm-hmm. you know, if she hadn't seen her in so long. Um, and so there's like moments like that where I'm like, I feel like we could have like, let this breathe a little bit more and yeah. give, you know, let us sit with the tension a little longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but besides that, yeah, I, th- I thought that it was like a really entertaining and like, f- yeah, just like a great movie. That's um, like, I feel like 
a big problem the MCU has is just like yeah. rushing origin stories or rushing yeah. just pacing in general. Like mm-hmm. just last night we were watching Loki and it was just so frantic. And then mm-hmm. it cuts to them like eating pie and talking. And I was literally thinking to myself like, dude, this, we need more pie conversations <laughs> and stuff yeah. like this to where like, it just breaks it up to where it's not just one thing after another, after another, after another. Yeah. Um, anyway. To yeah. keep you like entertained. Yeah. It's like the, uh, not that I, w- I would never wish this upon Marvel, but that just reminded me of um, the whole like strategy of Gossip Girl post season one. Because Gossip Girl season, I don't know, this is like random Gossip Girl facts that I know. Um, season one, people were very engaged. Also, it was during the writer's strike of that um, of that era. Um, so it was a much shorter season than mm-hmm. what typically would be f- um, for uh, network television. Um, so in like all the seasons after that, they were like, man, we cannot like keep people's attention for long enough. But it's because they're like stretching these like stories over 24 episodes rather than 10 Mm -hmm. and so they would do things like you know have like very specific dialogue that always happened between two characters at the beginning of the episode that would essentially recap everything that happened the last episode but like try to be casual about it but it's like oh that's how you get people uh, uh, like you know on track with what the storyline is and then it's like yeah organically caught up and then all of their like um like plot twists are like just you just keep escalating the situation with these like already like lofty uh unrelatable characters to the point where like no one can no one in the world can relate with these characters oh my gosh. uh which hopefully i would never want for marvel but that, that's uh-huh. just what Dude, that, that reminds me of a, a tiktok i saw of this person just like recording this show and it was mm-hmm. these two girls like oh, i was trying i'm trying to remember exactly what it was but it's something like gosh i wish i had your skin and it was like oh you can have it easily with a blah 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 and like just literally pulled up a box and she's like describing oh, her skincare routine and it's literally like part of the scripted scene it's not dude it was, it was the most bizarre thing i'll have to find that's it like um uh truman show seriously or, seriously yeah. i think that's what yeah. the caption said like truman show vibes it was dude, wild. For real. but i do recommend it i think it's very good um there was a couple of things that are like i think is a fair critique like sometimes i i think this is just gonna always be a challenge for marvel as they continue to make shows is shows and movies is like as you're passing off these characters to different directors Mm -hmm. they're gonna have a slightly different take on the characters and people can be like upset with that they could be like oh i felt like this character in this movie is not the same from this show or like you know a couple movies back like he just like has like a different tone or different like dialogue style or whatever and i'm like i guess that just like kind of comes to the territory at this point but yeah it's true well in theaters now maybe to go watch it semi soon but um i'd go watch it it is really a lot of people cool to watch it wait for disney plus but i i think that's why we're just seeing low numbers yeah steven this is your fault sorry (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Go help your local theater. Okay. Seriously. All right. <laughs> Go check it out. Moving on? Yeah. Speaking of movies, as if we don't talk about movies often on this podcast, uh, <laughs> the long, wondered about, awaited, worried about, whatever, <laughs> live action Zelda is happening. Very exciting. What... I'll tell you my thoughts. Okay. Number one, they're parting with Sony. 
pictures, I believe, which makes me a little right. nervous. Um, I didn't see any of the Venom movies because I heard they were kind of meh. I did see the Uncharted movie and did not like it. So that makes me a little nervous. Um, I also, dude, it's just, well, I really, I, in a perfect world for me, it would have been in the same animation style as the Mario movie. And maybe potentially we could have been leading up to a smash bros movie, which would be insane, which would be insane. But like, if they could make it work, like, heck yeah, dude, that would have been sick. Um, so, but even if they didn't lead up to that, just having like, you know, Steven's uniform, uniformity mind of like consistency, like these, the Nintendo characters, this is what the Nintendo movies look like, but I get whatever there's, there's pros and cons. Um, but yeah, we're getting a live action. It, it feels a tad silly to be live action. I know some people, I mean, maybe I know Zelda isn't like a fully silly series like Mario is necessarily, but it's hard to picture for me to be in live action. Um, I haven't played all of them. I haven't played most of them, but for one thing, like link doesn't talk really, at least in the, I guess in the breath of the wild was the first one that was like voice acted. Right. Or has he always been like the voiceless hero or something? I'm trying to remember. He's kind of, I mean, he's got dialogue cause it's, yeah. it's you. True. Um, true, 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 true. and so he's, He's got dialogue, but yeah, you don't see, you don't hear much of his voice. But if you yeah. think about it, you hear. I think you heard. Yeah, you don't really hear much of Mario either. That's other true. Then it's a me, <laughs> and it was weird to me. Uh, hot take, hot take. I didn't love Chris Pratt as Mario, uh, but we're getting Ms. Garfield, so that's all that matters. <laughs> um, well, we did talk about Garfield. No, we didn't talk about that. Oh. Um, but um, what what are your yeah. thoughts on on a live action Zelda and just the video game to movie state I'm of kinda, the world. I'm kind of curious where, what they're going to pull from, like what games they are going to pull from, mm-hmm. what story they're going to pull from. See, Uncharted pulled from like three of them, yeah, like four, like all four. And it was kind of sure. like, can we chill and maybe take our time with this? Yeah. Anyway. So they might, they might do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they might, Dude, I I don't think I think we're well past like people just doing a one for one like this is the exact dialogue the from mask the game. movie yeah enjoy yeah um but yeah I I kind of agree with you of like oh why why can't it be animated and kind of fit into that you know yeah I mean the I Mario I world. I didn't think the Mario movie was spectacular but it at least looked really really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would have loved that vibe for a Zelda game, um, but well, I mean, maybe, I mean, I don't know. Live hey, action. Maybe we great. will get the Smash Brothers movie because we have live action Sonic and live action true, Pikachu. true. And I mean, Zelda had many, or Link, excuse me. I guess Zelda too had many different forms. You know, you got the 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 Wind Waker vibe and you got the yeah. Twilight Princess vibe. So Yeah. So it'd be cool to see it'd be cool if they're doing live action, it would be cool to see them follow like a story like one of the darker ones that's mm-hmm. like Majora's Mask or Twilight Princess. But if it was animated, like yeah, do Link's Awakening or or yeah. you know Ocarina of Time. 
like that was you know that animation mm-hmm. or Wind Waker, but yeah, I think I think they might go original. They might you know like Mario, make Mario. Something. Yeah, they'll probably. I, I would say they'd do that. Um, take some elements from maybe some of the earlier games and just do the Legend of Zelda movie. Um, yeah, I mean I'm excited. I'm hoping it's good. Um, our discussion question for this week was who would you cast? We'll get to that in a little bit, but, um, yeah, there aren't, there aren't, uh, (laughs) there aren't a ton of live action fantasy franchises movie wise. I feel like, I feel like Lord of the Rings is like the, the, the standard Mm. that everyone talks about. And Austin and I were talking about this a little bit last week because, because I had watched the Dungeons and Dragons movie, which Mm. took a very like silly, wide range uh, of, of audience approach and just like was just like fun and silly as opposed to like a very serious Lord of the Rings vibe. Yeah. Um, so I would wonder which way this would go. Um, Link is and all that I've seen is is pretty serious. He's not like goofy like Mario or you know he's not like Nathan Drake so I feel like the movie would lean more serious. But I don't know. Especially if it's live action. I, yeah. <coughs> I don't know. That's kind of where I'm leaning. I'd love to see that. Yeah, we'll see. Something more serious. Good luck. Good luck to you. I hope it's good. We need some good, good luck. We need some good uh, video game adaptation movies. I don't Moving on. It. Sure. All right, real quick, Ghostbusters. Do y'all care about Ghostbusters? I know Bubba does. Dude, I still haven't. I still haven't seen the last one. Oh, I yeah, I, for, I kind of forgot there was the last one oh. <laughs> after the. It's great. It's really oh, good, dude. Ghostbusters we're, we're, Afterlife. I'm sorry. I know we've been planning this for months and months. I know, guys. I you wasn't ready. Uh, home, you had homework and assignments. <laughs> um, yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife was really good. So Ghostbusters, there's one, two. Ghostbusters remake with Melissa McCarthy and all of them, and then Ghostbusters Afterlife. There have been like comics and cartoons and video games. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know all that stuff. I've I've I like the Ghostbusters movies. I've never been into them like I am like Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or whatever. But there are a lot of people who are. I keep getting these like suggested suggested pages on Facebook as I'm scrolling that people are literally like screenshotting. Like I saw one. There's a screenshot of Paul Rudd in the trailer, and they're like, "Um, why is his Ghostbusters logo on the right arm instead of the left, or something like that?" I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> so people get really into it. So it's yeah. cool to see, you know, the excitement around it. Um, but yeah, I love Ghostbusters one and two. I didn't see the Melissa McCarthy remake. Um, and Ghostbusters Afterlife was really great, uh, directed by Jason Reitman, I believe, who's the um son of the original director or writer i think director um ivan reitman so it's kind of like a spiritual pun intended successor uh and it's it's a great you know a great distant sequel like has been the trend lately um but yeah it was really good this trailer looks cool what the first thing that bummed me out about it was it takes place in july and i like watching ghostbusters movies in the fall so small nitpick, but that's a bit of a bummer. However, oh, it's gonna flop. I know, seriously. Um, 
Don't even the watch. it's called Ghostbusters Frozen something ice. I don't even remember. Let me give it a bing. But oh, um basically it's like a new villain seemingly which a lot of people are excited about because uh this last one kind of reused one Frozen Empire. Frozen Empire there it is. Um so like it's like the middle of July and New York city is like covered in snow and like shards of ice and stuff like that. So it's, it's cool. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's got, uh, it looks like Kumail Nanjiani, um, Patton Oswalt is in it. You got Paul Rudd. Um, you got the, you, the cast returning from the last movie and, uh, it looks fun, dude. I, I, I love ghostbusters. I'm, I'm super excited for it. And, uh, that's all I have to say about that. Nice. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about the the last one mm-hmm. with like the first one with Paul Rudd, uh, Afterlife, and this trailer looks very well done. So I got no complaints. It looks cool. Directed Other than, by Gil Keenan. In the summer. Yeah, that's the that's a big that's automatically like minus twenty points. Um, directed by Gil Keenan, who did Monster House. Mm. Which was a very fun movie, IMHO. So um, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful it's good. Moving on. Sure. Okay. All right. Last thing. Avatar: Last Airbender. Live action trailer, Netflix series. We finally got it. What are your thoughts? We've been planning this for a year. <laughs> been planning. You've had all this time to write it down. Let's I, read off your list that you've been writing for. I years. think it looks great. I think I'm very hopeful. The like details, you know, seeing Appa for the first time. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. my gosh, it looks. I want to hear awesome. Aang's voice so bad. Yeah, I know. His voice I, was so yeah. perfect so in curious. the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his face? Uh, I can't remember his name, but he's the dad in Kim's Convenience as yeah. Um, in the pilot, Clyro. <sighs> yeah, the casting yeah, is looks really, great. really well done so far. I mean, from like at least good. the looks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I so mean, good. I didn't see the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Um, I My friend was into the cartoon when that movie came out, and he was super excited for it, uh-huh. but I didn't watch it back then. So I didn't see it, and then when it came out and everybody hated it, I was like, okay, I'll skip it. You're like, okay, never Yeah, I mean, you're um, not missing anything. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I've heard. Um, it was disappointing. So I think there's a lot writing on this. I think Netflix knows they got to get it right. Because it's, I mean, it's a, such a beloved series. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's potential there. They just got to get it right. And it looks like from the trailer, they're doing their best. If I had a complaint, I don't love the font graphic style that they use. <laughs> you know, That's I, I would have picked a different That's font. Fair. It felt it felt very uh, expendables, like flaming orange. Expendables. Bold letters. <laughs> Dude, know, it was, like, it's better than the other Avatar movie. And the the blue people one where they just Bro. used uh papyrus uh, papyrus <laughs> right dude oh gosh for all the subtitles and everything there's no turning back disney did change <laughs> it though they, they they did change it for the, the oh, main did title yep i don't know if they've changed the subtitle no i think they, it was papyrus in theaters they're uh, just leaning in maybe like, not whatever it happened hold on the newest one water wilds or whatever it was avatar water <laughs> Way, Way of, of water. water. That's it. I still haven't watched it yet. Asia, it's I need fine. to see it. It's fine. I know. Oh, y'all, you haven't seen it either? 
Yeah, I mean, I want to watch it to like, yeah. you know, say that I watched it, but it's not to get they, into it. But for me, it was more like a just a theme park ride. Like it's just like a fun time, visually really great <laughs> theme park yeah. ride. But like, but like the depth of characters <laughs> and story, just like I was like, this is the most basic. Oh, I know that's sad. Avatar, Way of Water. They just it's papyrus but bold. Nice. Papyrus but bold. I feel. I papyrus feel like bold. Well, anyway, one. Avatar: The Last yeah. Airbender, the true Avatar. Um, <laughs> it looks great. I, I've seen a lot yeah. of like side by side comparing like the cartoon. It looks like there's a lot of like shot for shot stuff, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, Very cool. Effects look great. The bending looks really cool. I was talking to somebody about it mm-hmm. uh, at, at game night, and they were talking about how. I think Brian was saying how. In the in the cartoons, they were just like like Earthbenders would just like stomp their feet, and a huge boulder would come up, and they'd like punch it. And then in the M Night Shyamalan movie, they'd do like an entire like routine forty five minute dance before like a couple rocks fly up off the ground, and then they shoot them. It was just like mm-hmm. not so cool. interesting to watch in the M Night Shyamalan uh-huh. thing, yeah. As opposed right. to the cartoon, so yeah, the bending looks really cool. Uh-huh. Uh, I think all the actors look spot on. Appa looks freaking sick. You got Momo in there. Fire Lord Ozai. Yeah, Momo looks so cute. Yes, dude. Um, oh, yeah. Ozai's look is very menacing. It's great. Agreed. Yeah, I don't have much to say other than I'm I'm super stoked. I I freaking I think the cartoon is like one of the best cartoons of all time. It's one of those things oh, yeah. where like anyone would like it, but they're but so many people are just like, that's a kid's cartoon. I'm not gonna watch it. And as much as I'm like yeah. a purist, like shut up and watch it. I'm also like, at least this gets kind of like the last of Us show. Like so many people are watching mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh my gosh, what a great story. And I'm like, yeah, you're late. It was, it's been great all along. <laughs> but like my wife will watch this show with me. She wouldn't watch the cartoon with me. So I'm excited to like see these characters again, go through the story. And that's how Jacob felt about, um, about one piece. He's like, I mean, he's been loving one piece, but he loved that the live action created like new fans that were yeah. like, overwhelmed by the amount of episodes uh so they would never including me that would never give it a shot mm-hmm. um mm. but then i but you know i was like all in after that and i think this would be great because you know um me and my buddies uh from our young adult group did um uh uh avatar trunk for trunk or treat and we were so surprised at how few people knew what it was they're like oh mulan <laughs> they're oh like gosh. oh uh <laughs> But I'm sure if Luke actually dressed up as Avatar, yeah, uh, as Aang, you they would have known. Yeah, he should Keep have. That your head. <laughs> Sorry, but, I'm driving through a tunnel. What? <laughs> oh, right. But our friend dressed up as Uncle Iroh, and it was pretty great. She had like um a whole like goatee thing, nice. and uh like a little a little tea gut, and she was holding a teacup, and wow. I made like armor for her. Um, I was pretty pretty happy with it. Auntie but then they were like, yeah, Mulan. I was like, wow. okay. Shut up. No candy for you. <laughs> but people did love, the ones that did get it, they really got it because they loved um, our cabbage sal- salesman oh, yeah, guy dude. who was just like holding <laughs> cabbage his cabbages. Guy. Love it. They're like, oh, the cabbage guy. Nice. Some kids actually asked for the cabbages. Dude, the the cabbage were all gone by the end of the night. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. They were wow. just asking for it. So real cabbages. It to this. <laughs> yeah. A great day for the cabbage salesman, dude. I guess so. Um, None of them went to waste. <laughs> well, 
yeah, I'm hopeful. I feel like I feel like Netflix kind of needs a win right now. I, Haley and I were just talking the other day, like we haven't watched Netflix in a while. I mean, you know, One Piece was successful, mm-hmm. but like big shows on Netflix, it's like Stranger Things and nothing really big. I feel like in a while, and then of course, Cowboy Bebop came out and everybody hated it. And then like, yeah, they, yeah. So, I'm hoping that One Piece is um success like is the catalyst for. Yeah some of the stuff mm-hmm. doing um, really well. Oh. What is what's that other what's the game show one? The murder game show one. Oh, um Squid Game? Squid Game. Oh but yeah. Season 2 is coming out soon. Or it's in production yeah, that be. or something. No, but um, I think it is coming out soon. There and there's another one that Arcane other season one? 2. Which one? Uh Arcane season two, since you're talking yeah. about Arcane. I would say Arcane's really good. It's not mm-hmm. anime. It's animated. Yeah. But it's I I'm really enjoying it so far. Yeah. And I'm I'm not even done with the first season and I'm ready for a season two. Nice. Um but there's oh, another yeah. one that I feel like I lived is in New York recent. Scott Pilgrim. <gasps> oh yeah, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, Scott That's Pilgrim. coming out on Friday. Whoa. The day that this is released. That Whoa, this drops. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. That's sick. Okay, okay. Well, fingers crossed. I hope it's great. I know like the original creators parted ways, right? To make their own thing. For Scott Pilgrim? Like they, no, sorry, for, for Avatar. They were attached. Oh, yes. I did hear about that. Hopefully, it's still good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean... We've said this before on the podcast, but they made Korra, and Korra was not as good. So it's not like, though I do love Korra. It's not like it can't be good without them. Right, right, right. I didn't finish Korra, but I did enjoy what I saw. I am um, excited for. Aren't they? But they are making like, um, another Avatar animated show that I think mm-hmm. is supposed to be like Aang in his adulthood. Yeah, in that I like era. So. I think that'd I mean, be cool. I'm, I'm stoked for that for sure. Mm-hmm. Well. GG's, quick break. GG's. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we get back, we're going to get to the discussion questions, so stick with us. Welcome to the Lightning Round, brought to you by Moviga. I'm Justin, with your weekly source for all things movies, video games, and more. Now, grab your ponchos, and let's catch up on this week's news. We got a trailer for The Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, which releases on May 24th of next year. Uh, This movie takes place about six years after War for the Planet of the Apes, giving us the first look at the series' post-human world. Um, I have yet to watch any of the reboot and never even watched the originals, but after seeing this trailer, I'm definitely planning on catching up on the reboot so that I can watch this movie because it looks great. The Five Nights at Freddy's creator says that the movie's success was beyond his wildest dreams. The movie garnered $78 million domestically to become the biggest opening weekend of all time for Universal and Peacock's hybrid releases, meaning that it released on streaming and in the theaters, uh, beating out Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Uh, This was also the biggest Blumhouse opening of all time, uh, which was very surprising being that Blumhouse is such a powerhouse when it comes to 
horror movies, and it was also the biggest horror debut of this year, beating out Scream 6 and The Nun 2. Uh, I was really surprised by this movie. IGN gave it a 4, um, and I had never actually played any of the games, so I went in with very little expectations, but I didn't hate it. And while it was fun, uh, overall I'd probably give it a 5.5. Netflix is offering free tattoos themed around its shows as part of its upcoming Geeked Week event. Spots are limited, but Netflix will pay for fans to get a tattoo based on any of its popular shows. This offer is limited to specific tattoo parlors in five different cities. Um, Geek Week is a digital-only six-day event that begins on November 6th, where they will share updates on some of their shows and movies. Uh, some of the shows that have been confirmed to appear uh, include Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, Devil May Cry, Rebel Moon, and Tomb Raider The Legend of Lara Croft. I'm going to be honest, if I lived in one of these cities, I would for sure try getting one of those free tattoos. Because um, honestly, I wouldn't mind showing my love for the Haunting of Hill House with a sweet tattoo of the Bent Neck Lady. Well, it looks like the storm has passed. Be sure to check out the Moviga podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to that sort of thing, where we're talking all things movies, video games, and more. I'm Justin, and thanks for joining me this week for the Lightning Round. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Hey, every week we post a discussion question for you guys to give us your answers on, and we put that in our Discord, so definitely hop on our Discord. Uh, you can find that by checking the link in our bio on Instagram, at Movega Podcast. Check that link in the bio, click the Discord link, and come party with us, dude. The party is non-stop dude it is so wild people people be vibing in there um and we want you to join us uh but this week's discussion question was who would you cast in each role for the upcoming zelda movie this week's discussion um time was much more discussion than usual <laughs> um people would give answers and then um talk and then give jokey answers. I think we got more jokes than actual answers. <laughs> I think uh, the, right. first, the first answer was a uh, smirkle who just said Danny McBride and left it at that. <laughs> so I assume Danny McBride playing all the parts kind of like uh, Tom, uh, Tom Hanks and Polter, Polter, Polter guys. <laughs> Polar <laughs> express. What's, that little, express. What's the little chicken guy? Chicken little in, uh, in Zelda. Just the chicken. You know, like, <laughs> no, there's like no, there's like a little weird like chicken guy that helps Zelda like sells him things and, or uh, Link. Beetle? Never mind. I'm sorry. Beetle? Huh? Beetle? The salesman guy? I'll look it up. Yeah, give, I think you're thinking of Moana. <laughs> That's what it is. Or Chicken Run. Um, I lived in New York. Says Thomas Brody Sangster as Link. I don't know who that is. I'm going to have to give that a bang. Others, Dominic Monaghan as Beetle. Ooh, that's a good one. J.K. Simmons as Ganondorf. Ooh, and Anya Taylor-Joy as Zelda. I feel like that's a... That's a that good, would, yeah. I could see that one as one they would go for. Um, J.C. Phenom. Am I, am I pronouncing his username correctly? J.C. Phenom? I think so. All right, swag. 
Um, Ganon played by Benedict Cumberpatch in Smaug voice form vibes. Good answer. I mean, Benedict Cumberpatch, any, any, any freaking like deep suave villain like that makes sense. Um, uh, Lee says Mike Myers playing all the characters <laughs> or Eddie Murphy or, you know, um, JC Phenom, the cuckoos played by Alan Tudyk as Hey Hey from Moana. The cuckoos, maybe that's who you're talking about. Beetle played no, by like Deep. There's like weird little dude outside like one of the temples. I don't remember. I, I don't. Just, hey, just a little dude. If you tell me what the weird little dude's name is, like he's a weird, not a chicken, but he's like a bird man. <laughs> that like just pops out of like the, the pots. Okay. I think you're making it up. That's kind of upsetting <laughs> me, to be honest. Spreading lies like Bird, that. I'm, I'm binging it. Birdman. Birdman. No, that's not going to come up. Birdman. Little Birdman. <laughs> All right, yeah, why are you being that? Um, JC Phenom, <laughs> continuing, says Beetle, played by a deep fake of, a deep fake AI of Paul Rubens. Oh. Rip Paul Rubens. Sounds expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And probably illegal. Player Drew says Danny DeVito <laughs> as Tingle. <laughs> I don't know who Tingle is, but he's the he's the little elf guy in like the green suit. Oh, that has like the balloons. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, Brooks says Noah Jupe as Link and Idris Elba as Ganon. I gotta bang Noah Jupe. Uh, I love oh. the says Thomas Brody Sangster is Link in his mind. Let me look this up, dude. I didn't think that Idris Elba. Oh, yeah, dude. Okay, so Thomas Brody Sangster is in Maze Runner. He's in Game of Thrones, right? That's him in Game of Thrones, right? And isn't he the young kid in uh, Love Actually? Oh. Lee's saying David Bowie as a Ganondorf would have been cool. Agreed with that. Um, Let me look up Noah Jupe real quick. Okay. Yeah, they're picking like kids which i'm into i mean i think that's cool especially if like the the uh franchise you know goes on for a while yeah um moving on uh, sure. scrolling <laughs> through some more conversation here <laughs> oh player drew says player drew's <laughs> thoughts on his like uh, his takes his comedy one <laughs> Uh, am I there and yet? Michael Sarah as Link. Oh, there it is. Michael Sarah <laughs> as Link. Amy Schumer as Zelda. Jack That's Black so as wild. Ganon. Seth Rogen as the Owl, and Kevin Hart as King Hyrule. Dude, that obvious. would actually be hilarious. I think he's already got. He got the freaking. He hacked into their emails and got the cast. <laughs> um, he says coming out of retirement, Daniel Day Lewis as the Running Postman. You'll see him running around the Great Plains about a year before production, getting into character, probably. A lot of people are saying Hunter Schaefer to play Zelda. I don't know anything about her. Is she on Euphoria, maybe? Hmm. I don't know. Let's bang it. Looks like Asia's banging it for us. Um, yes, you are correct. Lee posted okay. a video, and I don't have time to watch a video right now, Lee, so can you... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Next Gen Nerd, whose podcast I was on and talked about John John Carter recently. You should look up Next Gen Nerd on Spotify. Plug. Says, I don't know if he's joking. 
<laughs> joking. But I'll say it. Link, Tom Holland. I mean, like. Okay. That's the, a big thing. Yeah, right yeah. It could work. Mm-hmm. It really could. Zelda, Heroes Era, Payton. Oh, gosh. This is hard to say. Heroes Era, Hayden Panettiere. <laughs> wow. But uh, that makes sense. I mean, uh, her time on Heroes, she was cool. Ganondorf, Dave Batista. Impa, nice. Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. Still don't know how to pronounce that. So we, wait, wait, wait. We got a time travel for his casting? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> Which, you know, isn't there asking no rules? much. <laughs> not, that's not asking much, dude. Um, Impa, I already said that. Saria, Haley Steinfeld. Hmm. Pr- Princess Ruto, Sophia Lillis. Isn't she who's in the D&D movie? Yes, and she was in it. Um, yeah, oh. she was the druid in Dungeon Dragons. What, what a range! And, I know, dude. And then Darunia, Jason Momoa, or Dwayne Johnson. Well, we know Dwayne poser. Johnson is the franchise uh, killer. So. Yeah, dude, isn't that wild? Like he used to be the franchise savior, and now he's kind of the yeah. franchise killer. You're like, uh-huh. oh, no. yikes! Um, good answers. Uh, Lee says Zelda could be Kate Blanchett. I'm biased because she's a good elf. True, dude. Mm. Galadriel, boy. Um, good answers. I don't think I, we I solved know, it. I knew who I'd pick now. Oh, tell us. I feel like I was like, oh, no. I had last minute inspiration. Um, Jodie Comer as Zelda. I think she would be really good. She's got, she what's, can what's like. she in? She's in Killing Eve. She's in. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, she's yeah, yeah, that girl. Ray Skywalker's mom. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Uh-huh. I like always forget that. She's just like her range is so impressive of like what she can do. I feel like she would just be a really good Zelda. And then I think this is a weird. This is more so just like a fan cast. I don't really know if he would do a good job or not. But I think Tyler Posey would be a good um, Link, even though he doesn't look like the stereotypical Link. So if if people are gonna come at me, I'll say I'll say Dylan O'Brien as my my second choice. Oh, dude, which, Brian. Yeah. I don't know who Tyler Posey is. Teen Wolf? He's from Teen Wolf. Okay. Yeah, he's the main guy from Teen Wolf. But Tyler Posey, or um, Dylan O'Brien also is in Teen Wolf. Nice. Well, uh, Dylan O'Brien and that Hunter Schaefer, whatever people were saying, are both in Maze Runner. Which I oh, yeah, noticed. there you go. Good mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> okay. Any other casts? I don't. I don't know um, enough yeah. of the others. Link has Vin Diesel. Zelda <laughs> has Michelle Rodriguez. Ganondorf <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, is Jason Statham. Uh-huh. Oh my uh, gosh! <laughs> and that one guy from I, the first one. Basically, I just want Fast and Furious in, in the Zelda. Let's bring it on, dude. They'd love it. <laughs> Fast and fairy, Imagine. fairies, various. Sorry, fairy, fairy. Um, I don't know. A ludicrous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Tyrese Gibson. <laughs> Tyrese. Yeah. Um, yep. Oh my gosh, Lisa's. Uh, he changed his answer to Rachel Ziegler as Zelda. 
She's the goat in terms oh. of princesses and acting. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Because those oh of you my don't gosh. know, she's the one who's killing the Snow White movie right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know. The, uh, typically, I, I I haven't played enough of the Zelda games. I really Breath of the Wild is the only one that I've like fully played. Um, but I'm looking at some lists, and this person says Tim Robinson is Tingle, and anything with Tim Robinson, I'm down for. <laughs> also, Matt Berry is Error. I don't know who Error is, but Matt Berry is awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like that uh, Schaefer, Thomas Brody Sangster, I keep saying Schaefer, as, as a Link really makes sense. Um, ooh, somebody said Javier Bardem as Ganondorf. I think um, Idris Elba or Benedict Cumberbatch would be sick. I, said, I didn't uh, think of Idris Elba. I think he'd be great. Oh, yeah. Somebody said Taylor Swift as Zelda yeah. and Travis Kelsey as Link. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a no-brainer. Would probably make money. Um, yeah, I love it. Good answers. We all love it. We all love it, dude. Fingers crossed it's great. We, you know, we can all live happy lives. Finally, be happily ever after with a great Zelda movie. Do you think they'll hear my idea? Oh, dude, they're listening right the now, dude. Fast and Furious cast. I definitely see some, uh, I see Charles Martinet and uh, Miyamoto <laughs> in the chat right now. And Amy Pascal, they're all, they're here, dude. <laughs> well, I think that about wraps it up. Um, Lucas, Maximus, thank you yes, so sir. much for joining us. Please remind us again where we can find you on the map. Oh, uh, Twitter, Twitch. Uh, frostbite with a Y I V just come hang out. Asia and I also have a discord when we're not partying in the Moviga discord, we're partying in our discord. Um, so just pick where you want to party. Pick your party. Also dude. love thy nerd. Yes. Love the nerd. Also that too. Go, go read some stuff. Yeah. Love the nerd.com slash YouTube. Steve, have you wrote watch the incidents? anything on there? Um, what? comments. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, um, uh, I do lightning round. Moviga does lightning round. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Go listen to LTN on air. Hey. There's an app. You can listen to the Moviga lightning round on LTN I did uh, the radio. lightning round this week, and I teased Bubba a little bit in it. Oh, good. A little bit of haze in D- the new guy. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait. I only thought of this because Luke was spelling his name out, or his, his handle out. Um, I felt like an idiot, and I just need it I need everyone to cringe with me. Um, oh, um, this, this is going to be a, a good shout out for uh, Influence Live, who was one of the uh, people at the um, at the summit. But I was like trying to like find or like find him on Twitch, and I was like, oh yeah, what's your what's your gamer tag or whatever your Twitch name? And he's like Influence Live, and so I'm typing it, and I'm like about to type live, and he's like, oh sorry, without the I, and I like got scared for a second. And then I, I spelled it uh, L-V-E. And then I found him because, like, you know, they, like their search was good enough. But I was an idiot because it's Influence Live. <laughs> but it's an N-Influence. <laughs> and he straight up watched me type oh Influence Live. He's like, this poor girl. And he's like, this girl's an that. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you said that, I was honestly thinking L-V-E? What? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, okay, like I I get it. You were heard and you were seen here. (laughs) Good, I'm glad. Forgiven. (laughs) 
but well, go follow Influence Live. <laughs> absolutely, please, without the eye. <laughs> um, guys, thanks for being here. Uh, be sure to give us a follow on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Moviga. Uh, we're streaming our weekly podcast every Moviga Monday at 8 p.m., along with other things throughout the week. And uh, follow us on social media at Moviga Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. Check the link in our bio. You can find all the places we at. Uh, follow us, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Our episodes go live every Friday. Hop on our Discord. Come uh, do some nerdy show and tell, dude. Show us your Lego sets, your Funko Pops. We'd love to see it. Uh, talk about movies and stuff with us. It's always a good time. Hang out with us. We appreciate you. Shout out to Lee, our beautiful editor. We love you. Keeps us on track. Helps us plan out these year-long planned grand <laughs> events. Um, yeah, he's on top so of it. Couldn't do it without you. Um, Luke, thanks again for joining us. It's been an honor. My pleasure. Asia, you as well. Thank you, thank you. I had much more fun with you. Start planning the next one. Yeah, let's start planning the next one now for 2020, <laughs> yeah. 2030. Uh, somewhere sure. in the 2030s, probably. Yeah. Um, that's it. Guys, thanks for being here. Everyone else, thanks for listening. We love you, and we'll see you again soon. Welcome to the Moviga Podcast, where we're talking all things movies, video games, and more. My name is Steven. Joined tonight, and I just hit my mic, but that's okay, because we're rolling. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing great. This is very, this has been planned for so long. (laughs) (laughs) We're starting over. Let's let's keep it. We're running it back. Wait, really? Coward. I got distracted. Frost was making, I mean, Lucas, Lucas Maximus was making a funny face and I almost, and I thought to myself, well, it's so rare that I have to redo an intro. And then I hit my mic. <laughs> if I think to myself, don't do this, I do it. <sighs> that was just my regular wait. face. Okay, y'all ready? I couldn't even I know, get it. was really funny right. looking. It was really funny looking. Here we go. <laughs>